The ant is dead. Okay? Uh, just for everybody who is wondering, the ant is gone. I didn't even go with what I said on the podcast last night. I killed the ant right after the episode. It was delirious me talking during that episode. So if you're wondering, the ant is no longer. Uh, but Brad and I are longer. We are back here on Lockdown Syracuse today. We're talking about conferences. Obviously, the college sports landscape is changing with USC and UCLA vying for a spot to be the rival of Rutgers football. But we'll all see. Uh, and let's see what Syracuse could possibly do in the future. Brad and I will tell you our thoughts on that. It's on Lockdown Syracuse, and it's right now. Locked on Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Brad Klein with you on this wonderful Wednesday morning. Thank you for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Brad and I uh, coming off a late episode last night. It was really this morning, if you ask me. Um, but we talked women's basketball, so it was a pretty exciting episode. Uh, there was an ant, like I just mentioned. Go there and check that an out. Already. Um, all right, Brad. Well, Today, what we're talking about is the landscape of college athletics. I feel like it follows college football, of course, more than anything else, because that is where the money is and the world revolves around dinero. Um, UCLA, USC make a big splash semi-recently uh, going to the Big Ten. They're going to be traveling to Piscataway, New Jersey at some point, which is just hilarious <laughs> to me. Um, <laughs> What does this mean for Syracuse and the ACC? The ACC, a conference in which multiple teams, four teams now, that's Clemson, FSU, Miami, and UNC, all have been rumored at some point to be jumping ship to the SEC. The ACC yeah. looks as, it's, as if it's on its heels. And I'm hearing Virginia as a possibility as well, maybe interchangeable with North Carolina. But... It is on its heels, and if I'm Syracuse, I'm extremely apprehensive because the way I see it, the ACC is basically one step behind where the Pac-12 is right now, which, if you ask anyone in the know, is extinct. That's where the Pac-12 is. So the ACC is on its heels. Like you said, it's really only going to take Clemson. It doesn't even... It's not even about the FSUs of the world, honestly. It's just Clemson is the only legitimate national title contender in the ACC as far as football is concerned. And if they leave, then the ACC is a group of five in, in terms of football. Yeah, because what is the ACC without Clemson? It's a group of five, like you just said. There's nobody else that really shocks fear into opponents. Obviously, they had a down year last year, the Tigers, and Sam Hartman and Kenny Pickett were able to take advantage of that. Uh, but... More often than not, Clemson's going to be at the top of the conference. Um, and I think going forward, if you're John Wildhack right now, you have to be drafting up a plan for the future, for the very near future, probably a lot closer than him or anybody else thought. Um, the ACC in a much more perilous position uh, than they thought they were going to be. And I think that 
this was always something that were, was in the backs of people's heads, right? That people were going to jump ship to conference to conference, but I don't think anybody ever thought UCLA and USC were leaving the Pac-12. I didn't. No, no one did. And this is unexpected for John Wildhack. I actually liken it, and it's not a political statement at all, but I actually liken it to nuclear warfare in the sense that there are a lot of athletic directors, team presidents, university presidents out there who were going to be judged on this as far as legacy is concerned. And John Wildhack is one of those people. And when Wildhack took over, he was never expected to handle a situation like this. But he has to now. It's the same way with presidents. You don't elect them based on their knowledge of nuclear warfare. No one knows about nuclear warfare. You don't study it in college, right? But you still have to deal with it. John Wildhack needs to figure out a plan right now. Not yesterday, not tomorrow. It has to be right now for the future. Because if not, Syracuse is going to get stuck. And the way I liken this situation, you want another metaphor. It's like a game of musical chairs where you don't know how many chairs there are. Once the music stops... People are going to be scrambling for a conference, scrambling for a seat, and there are going to be some schools that are left out, and those schools will end up being legitimate group of fives. And before we tell you, because we're going to play a little game of be John Wildhack in a second, uh, and we're going to tell you what we would do if we were John Wildhack. Before we do that, let's just paint the picture on what we feel Syracuse is right now. You just said it. They're potentially a group of five soon. Um, If this team... If the ACC falls apart, Syracuse doesn't really have a place to go. Uh, we've learned, especially firsthand, that ba- our football runs the world. Um, ACC or ACC basketball, the competition for Syracuse is nothing like it was in the Big East. I mean, Big East basketball, especially when Syracuse was in its prime, was there was nothing better than it. I mean, it was fantastic. The rivalries were great. Were great. The head coaches, everything. The history was there. That was everything you could want in a basketball conference. But even that, and even Syracuse's success, could not keep them there. Football pushed them out and brought them to the ACC. I remember not understanding that as a kid and asking my dad, what is going on? We're not going to play Georgetown? We're not going to play Villanova? What? And he was like, football, man. And I was like, they stink. Who cares? (laughs) And he was like, it's the money. And that's the first time I was like, all right, I have to start understanding this. Um, So... All right, now let's play the game. If you're John Wildhack right now, Brad, you're on the precipice of being a group of five team if the ACC immediate disbands or everyone that's not in the Big Ten or the SEC right now or the Big 12. So you're on the precipice if the ACC disbands, which it probably won't. But if they lose some of the big hitters like Clemson, you're going to be, you could be potentially looked at as a non power five conference. What do you do if you're John Wildhack right now? Before I answer your question, you say probably won't. I say probably will. That's just where we differ. I think that eventually, sooner rather than later, Clemson's no, that's going not to be what I meant. Oh, I meant you probably won't be known as a power five conference. I see. I understand. Okay. My, my, my apologies. So where do I go? First of all, what do I do? I'm calling the Big 12 yesterday because. The Big Ten's not going to take you. The Big Ten is not interested in you. And let's be honest, the Big 12 probably isn't interested in you either, but they have a, you have a better shot of fitting into the Big 12 than you do with the Big Ten. So you're just asking for any conference to take you. Honestly, the SEC, too, you're calling the SEC. Why? Because John Wildhack's office doesn't charge him per minute. So you're making every call that you can. The SEC's not going to take you. The Big Ten won't. 
and probably the Big 12 won't either because it seems like they're dipping their toes into the Pac-12 and there are a few schools over there that they're just going to take o- take on like Arizona, Arizona State, probably Big 12 schools. Oregon probably wants the Big 10. If they can't get there, they can fit it into, into the Big 12 also. Yeah, um, I think that, of course, you have to make those calls. And uh, I'll tell you about my point of view right after I read this ad. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local auto parts chain store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have op- you have computers with the opportunity to access rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. Save time, save money, use Rock Auto. It's a family business. It serves do-it-yourselfers. Over 20 years now they've been doing that. Uh, and prices are reliably low for every customer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Um. Yes, you have to make every call you can. There's a negative percent chance that the SEC even gives Syracuse a thought. Um, but John Wildhack, I doubt he makes that call, but also I'm not an athletic director, so maybe he will. Um, you have, I think the Big 12 is obviously your best chance. I mean, you could ask the Big 10. They let Rutgers in. Why not let Syracuse in? You have something. With, world you have a little history with Penn State. The, what? The, funny, the funny thing is when the Big 10 brought Rutgers in, they brought Rutgers in not because, oh, it's Rutgers. It, they brought them in because they figured that was going to be their ticket into the New York market, which is kind of true. It, it did kind of work out that way. Um, that's the problem is that Rutgers, I wouldn't say that Rutgers athletics as a whole, obviously their football is a little bit better right now, but I wouldn't say their athletic department is sizably better than Syracuse's if it's better at all. But Rutgers has the benefit of being 45 minutes from Manhattan. Syracuse does not. And that's something that, say, if but you're Syracuse like... Syracuse is New York's college team. All right. That's all well and good, but... I just like saying that. Yeah, I know you do. But uh, <laughs> you think about, like, another example is Washington. Like, Washington is either going to the Big Ten or the Big 12. That's Seattle. That's it. That's The market is Seattle. Syracuse market doesn't really move any tectonic plates so well, yeah i don't know about that i think there's a massive huge percentage of syracuse fans that live very close to manhattan there if are not in manhattan. it's true no no i'm not saying that i'm certainly not trying to say that syracuse doesn't move any waves in new york i'm just saying that the big 10 doesn't need syracuse because they have new york already because they Rutgers don't, but don't you think that there's a potential for the college game to be shifting towards two super conferences in the Big Ten and the SEC? Yes. So if that's the case, which one does Syracuse fall into if they do it all? It's the Big Ten. Yeah. So that's why you're trying trying to get That's what Wild Hack should be doing. Exactly. You're trying. Um, You're trying to get into the Big Ten. They're not going to take you. I say Big 12, but but what are you actually doing? Let's say you're John Wild Hack. You're calling the Big Ten, and they say no. What's your next move? So, well, I'm taking a little bit of a different point of view to this than you are. I'm thinking about what can I do right now to improve the view of my athletics department? And I know a lot of people might disagree with me here, but a lot of people probably do agree. Um, Obviously, it all starts with football and it all ends with football. 
you need to do something right now to make your football program look attractive for the future. Dino Babers isn't that, okay? I'm going to go out, and I'm going to do what I can right now. You can't sign players in college, obviously. You can't make your team better with money in an instant. It's just not how it works. You, you've got to go revitalize the coaching staff. Uh, obviously, you get new coordinators this year, and you're going to have Dino this season. But if it doesn't work out, Ed Orgeron's not coaching. <laughs> At least ask. Yeah, At least ask. I get it. I get That's it. That's what I would do. You have to you have to say, okay, how can I make this marketable to a huge conference like the Big Ten? We've got a legendary coach who won a national championship very recently. Maybe that could so, be good in the future. That's something that you could market. So basically, and maybe it's just the, the Alabama in me with all these metaphors, but you're just basically <laughs> just trying to put a a tutu on a pig and just dress yes, up the football program. That's exactly what and, I'm doing. And fool the Big Ten or any other conference that matters right now. The well, ACC you know, might you, not be one I, of those. Conferences. If you don't think Ed Orgeron would do a better job than Dino Babers, sure, but, but you would be selling these conferences on Syracuse based on the hope that Ed Orgeron, with a tattered reputation, by the way, is able to bring back the football program. It's a reach, right? I think the Big but Ten. What, is harder but than that. what else? What are you going to do? You're going to let Dino rot with the program? No. Well, no. I, I the way I eleven see wins is, in three years, Brad. The way, the way I see it is, remember that musical chairs uh, metaphor I had. That music's going to stop soon, so you don't have time to wait for Ed Ogeron to hopefully turn the perception of Syracuse football. I just want I them to use my tuition money for good, Brad. Put it towards I something. It. I get it. I just think you need something more immediate with the conference, and because that, I what's really more immediate believe... than that? Well, but like, okay. So wh- here's the thing. Yes, you can say try, beg the Big Twelve, beg the Big Ten to let you in. They're gonna say no, and okay. then what do you do? And then I, what I do you do? Have I do have a contingency plan. You want to hear it? Go ahead. Okay. If the Big Ten, the SEC, just for the sake of argument. And the Big 12, this is all assuming that Clemson and Miami, Florida State, those types of schools that are holding the ACC together, this is all assuming they leave, which I think is going to happen. If those conferences that matter do not take your call, do not listen to what you have to say. Football is dead anyway, right? It's dead. You can cling on to your basketball program by drumroll, go back to the Big East. That's what you could do. You can go back to the Big East Keep your basketball reputable, reputable because the Big East isn't going anywhere. The basketball is still good. Keep your basketball reputable and your football is going to become bad. It's going to be FCS quality. And I'll tell you why. You cannot physically and consciously make the choice to become a group of five team. You can't do that. You cannot. Just you, the only reason or the only way this is, Syracuse this becomes a non power five athletics team plan. is that they get pushed out of it. It's the contingency plan of all contingency plans. This is what happens if, if, if rapture hits. This is it. This That's is your last, it, but it's your last choice. This is you, I saying. would rather them stick with the ACC than do that. Why? Because the ACC will still have more reputation of being a football conference than the Big East at that point, and that is what you need. But the okay, so who cares about basketball? Like I told you, when I was twelve years old, I learned that it didn't matter how good your basketball program is. I learned it didn't matter. 
Okay. And it still doesn't. And even more doesn't today, probably. Okay. But but think about what you would be. And we, some people might think we're getting ahead of ourselves, but I think this is something that you need to do. It's like chess. You need to think a few moves ahead if you're John Wildhack, okay? Clemson leaves. Florida State leaves. Miami leaves. Let's for the, say for the sake of argument, UNC, eh, Virginia leaves. Okay, those four. Now it's just the Carolinas, Pittsburgh, you. That's basically what it is, right? Um, and and if that happens, you think North Carolina is going to stick around? For the same reason that we're talking about what John Wildhack's next move should be, that's why North Carolina is going to leave. That's why the Duke football is football still better than the Big East. The football will not be better than the Big East. I mean, okay, oh, fine. Man, of course, course it will. The football... Okay, but but I believe that some the teams ACC will take will, their place. You won't have a four team conference. I believe that the ACC will cease to exist because if Clemson leaves, if these big programs leaves, leave North Carolina is not going to stay. Why would Duke stay? Okay, so that's a whole different conversation. If the con- if the conference ceases to exist, then you have an entirely different problem on your hands. Uh, and that's a situation in which you might consider going back to the Big East. But I still think that Wildhack probably wouldn't do that. Instead, he would go and look for whatever the best possible uh, location is to put his football program. You still need to go out. I mean, they would probably become go play in the American before they play in the Big East. Maybe. I, maybe, I guess, I don't know, but I think they're in a really bad spot. And, and the fact that we're talking about, oh, maybe they go to the Big Ten, Big 12, American. There is no middle ground right here. You're either in or you're not. It's the most exclusive well, yeah, I mean, party. It's bedlam. It's pandemonium right now within yeah. college athletics. Nobody knows what's going on. Like you said, now, it's I will like say musical that. chairs if everybody was blindfolded. Uh, exactly. I will say this, is that, and, and a lot of this is, is a prediction show, okay? So I predict that Clemson's going to leave, and when that happens, the ACC will be in the toilet, right, uh, among the other teams leaving. I also think that sooner or later, it's going to be, obviously, this is me saying, after saying that the, the Big 12 should be your first call, I think it's going to end up being a two-conference system, and it's going to be like the NFC and the AFC, and it's going to act as the NFL, and if that happens, then these two conferences, probably the SEC and the Big Ten, they might rename themselves. Who knows? They're going to need Syracuse just just because, just to monopolize the country. And if that happens, then you can be a part of it and basically just wait to be taken over. Okay. But so, yeah. I, do, I would rather go out and do something and try to handle my own business than wait to be saved. Even though it's very likely that eventually they are saved by monopolization. Okay, so I agree. So I think that the question that lies here, because if what we think is true, if they end up becoming a super conference or two super conferences, uh, and it ends up being the NFL, which is entirely plausible, uh, and they end up getting picked up by the Big Ten because it's just a monopoly of northern teams, then the question becomes. What do they do in the time being? What do they do in the middle ground of the ACC being dead and the, the two super conferences being formed? What happens in those, like, maybe two seasons or something? Yeah. Um, I, I I think they, again, it's it's the Big 12, and then you wait for the, the two conferences to absorb the Big 12 and end it. 
I think the Big 12, the thing is, so, I think the Big 12 would take Syracuse. I really do. I really that's do where believe we that. I think they'd stiff arm Syracuse. So the reason I think they would take it, the take Syracuse, is because the Big 12, you would imagine, is panicking just as much as any other conference, knowing that the SEC and the Big 10 are light years ahead, ahead of everyone else. They're just going to blindly take teams. And I'll tell you this, if Oregon goes to the Big 10, then it's going to be a lot easier to get into the Big 12. And I was, you know what? I was just thinking, I actually kind of agree with you now. I was holding on to the fact, and there's a reason I'm laughing. I was holding on to the fact that geography means anything. And no. it doesn't. No, so it doesn't. maybe they do get taken by the Big 12. Although the football oh, team is... On, I, I mentioned it earlier that the Big 10 doesn't need Syracuse because they have Rutgers. Who does the Big 12 have in that market? That That's might actually help them. I think it yeah. makes a lot of sense for both sides. Syracuse they should, they should, that the should be the, the goal. The, the Big that, 12 should be the goal for Syracuse. Yeah. And then if, so I think if I'm rubbing my crystal ball, it is Syracuse should try to go to the Big 12. I think the Big 12 will take them. And then a few years down the road, heck, maybe it's 10 years. We don't know how long it's going to be. The Big 10 is just going to, or the SEC or both, are just going to absorb the Big 12, and Syracuse will be a part of that flow, and it will be a, a pro system. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, I could see it. But. Right now, we have to take a, a quick time out here and talk to you a little bit about Built Bar because from the people who invented the healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given coconut brownie chunk the puffs treatment. That's right. The coconut brownie chunk Built Bar flavor that you love in a delicious chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. Stop drooling and listen. They're good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and it's also just so good. Dessert, snack, breakfast even. No one's going to judge you. You know why? Because it's healthy, a good way to start your day, a good way to end your day. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, it's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right. Well, I'm Brad Klein. He's Matt Bonaparte. This is Locked on Syracuse. We're talking about the end game for Syracuse here. And if we're John Wildhack, what is your next move? Because everyone's playing a game of chess. Every school is calling every conference and seeing if they can find a home if you're not in the Big Ten, if you're not in the SEC. All of this started with the dominoes of Oklahoma and Texas going from the Big 12 to the SEC. That was a year ago at this point. And then UCLA and USC breaking the alliance that the Pac-12, the Big 12, and the ACC had saying, hey, guys, or was it the Big Ten? It was definitely the Big Ten, not the Big 12. It was Pac-12, Big Ten, and ACC saying, hey, guys, Let's not do the whole monopolization, rich get richer thing like the SEC. Let's just stay packed and hold on to college sports as we know it. Didn't happen. The Big Ten betrays the pact, and now we're in this mess. Syracuse is right in the thick of it because the football team has been, uh, let's just call it bad, the past few years, and football is king. And that means that John Wildhack has his thumb up waiting for a hitch. Yeah. And I never thought that Syracuse's lack of, I mean, success is the only word in football uh, 
would ever be something that causes me worry, but I am a little bit worried about them. I don't know yep. if they'll be playing really competitive football in a couple of years, and they weren't before. Uh, they joined the ACC, so I guess I'm not that used to it, but I am kind of used to it. I mean, I'm used to them playing Power 5 football, something that is only about 10 years old uh, coming into this season. So, I mean, it's going to be really interesting. And I think that your point about the Big 12 wanting a, a Northeastern audience could really mean something because all they have right now is West Virginia. That's the closest thing they have. And that's really a lot more Midwestern than Northeastern. So yeah. Syracuse could kind of be that gateway for the big 12 into that Manhattan, New York city, New York state, Northeastern market uh, that they have untapped right now. I think that Syracuse is when John Wildhack picks up the phone to the big 12, that's probably his biggest sell. And it, it, yeah. if it's not, it should be. That's the pitch, and I think, and, and it's cool that you now agree with me that the Big Twelve is is your ticket out of trouble if you're John Wildhack. But I think that the other thing to emphasize on this episode is that it's not just the Big Twelve; it's the Big Twelve right now. If I'm Wildhack, I'm doing it now, preemptive strike because you don't want to be stuck in a dead conference right now. You have the leverage. The Big Twelve saying, "Yeah, we don't know," and the Syracuse can say, "Okay." We're just going to go back to one of the other Power 5 conferences, if Power 4s, however you want to say it. But if Clemson leaves, then you have nothing. You have no bargaining power, and you have nothing. So I think it has to be right now. Well, I don't know. I mean, I still think you have... I mean, your argument that you have that Northeastern influence is going to probably carry more weight than anything. I mean, Clemson leaving... The, the entire, entire reason that you're going to the Big 12 is that the ACC is crumbling and they know that. I mean, yeah. no, leaving, you, you still, you don't have that much leverage. If you're coming to them, you, you, you're giving them a lot of power here. So That's true. like, it's, it's not, I don't think Clemson leaving is going to change the, the, the level of success Syracuse might have. So I think we agree on most things here. We're talking about Syracuse and their ticket out of trouble here with the conference realignment stuff. The only thing that we really disagreed on was basically the contingency plan. If all the other contingency plans fail, and that is what do you do if the big 12 says no, the sec says no, which they will. And the big 10 says no, which they almost definitely will. And I said, go back to the big East, allow football to be whatever football is going to be. And you said, no, I'd rather stay in the ACC. Well, let's talk about that real quick before we say goodbye. And, and the reason I'm saying go to the Big East is because I think that's what would be best for basketball. And it at, would. That point, at that point, the ACC is going to be bad for football. Obviously not as bad as the Big East, but because the Big East is just non-existent, right? But as far as football is concerned, but if you're going to be bad, at that point, why not be so bad that you just invest more in basketball and just be a full-blown basketball school? What's the difference? So I have two things. One, I will say what I want to happen is that they go back to the Big East because I just want to watch them be in the Big That'd East. Be cool. That's all I've That's ever wanted. Thing. It'd be really um, cool. You don't want them to play cool, Wake Forest and NC State. You want them to play what I Georgia, think, Georgetown. What I think will happen is that John Wildhack will do whatever is best and will make the most money so wherever they can play the highest competition of football and get the most bang for their book on the gridiron that is where they will go that's what i, I think I will happen 
I get it. Now, now, and, and when... I'm only saying that because I was taught that tough lesson, and so is everybody else when they yeah. left the Big East. It seemed to me as a kid, it seemed impossible that they would ever leave the Big East. I thought there was never a chance that Syracuse would leave the Big East because they were the kings of the Big East in my eyes, and they were one of the the founding members or whatever, and you know. They were such a huge part of what that conference was on the basketball court. And then they ripped it right out. They ripped it out of the hearts of Syracuse fans. And now all I see is that they need money. And that's what football is. I get it. I totally understand what you're saying. One more question before we say goodbye for the day. And that is this. Again, I I meant what I said at the top of the podcast, which is it's like nuclear warfare. John Wildhack was never asked to be able to navigate this. And if he doesn't navigate it well, the athletic department is SOL, for the people who understand the acronym, uh, SOL for a very, very, very long time, indefinitely even, right? Do you think that his background as a TV executive is going to help? Because when we say it's all about football, what we're really saying is it's all about football TV rights. So do you think he can go to, say, the Big 12? Let's just say the Big 12 and say, hey, you're going to bring us in because we are New York, we are New Jersey, we are Northeast, and also you're going to be bargaining for a new TV rights deal. Who else would you possibly want besides me in your corner? I think that's the other sell. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I can't say I'm in the room when I watched John no Wildhack do his magic. We have no information. We've never <laughs> spoken to John Wildhack one-on-one in press conferences, sure. Never one-on-one. I've never but spoken I'm to him in press conference either. I'm just trying to claw at anything that Syracuse has right now. And that means that anything that John Wildhack has right now. And I ask you, do you think it's going to matter, his background? I hope it does. <laughs> I mean, for I, Syracuse's sake, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I really, I just, that's the only answer I can give you. I have no idea. I mean, I, I assume that he will try to market that because that's one of the only things they have going for them. But at the end of the day, I think the lack of success that this program has on the football field is going to hurt a ton. Um, And that's going to be the biggest influence on wherever they end up going or not going. So that's all I can say about that. All right. Well, before we go, do you have uh, one last thing for the fans? I'm going to ask for an Ed Ogeron go orange impression. Nope. No shot. Nope. You don't have it. All right. That's fine. Take us home. All right. Uh, Thank you for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen today. Get more on the ACC by making Locked On ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Locked On take you across the ACC in 30 minutes. Make Locked On ACC your second listen. That is Locked On ACC. Brad and I will be back with more content tomorrow. We'll be back with an interview of John Garcia tomorrow. Uh, he is the football recruiting expert that Locked On has at our disposal. He is the absolute man. Uh, we talked to him last week, so go watch that interview if you haven't already, and be excited for tomorrow's. So we'll see you then.